this, I don't know if you saw this story over the weekend, but it was really a stark reminder of some of the challenges that Edmonton Transit drivers and really the users are experiencing on a regular basis. Photos shared by some drivers show people sleeping, people passed out, people doing drugs on transit and we also continue to hear about acts of violence as well it all has the union representing edmonton transit workers saying enough is enough here are some ideas to fix this steve bradshaw is the president of amalgamated transit unit local 569 joining us this afternoon hi steve hi Jalen. oh boy oh boy it's just not getting any better is it well, you know, there's a seasonal adjustment to it, and, and of course, coming into the fall and winter period, mm -hmm. uh, uh, the the seasonal adjustment is is an upward swing. Uh, uh, through the the summer period, of course, uh, people drift out of the system and and into the river valley and, and places where it's more comfortable for them. But you know, when it gets this cold, you you have to feel sorry for them. They, yeah. they need to go somewhere, don't they? So, give us an idea. What are, what are you hearing from members? What is a what is a day like right now? Well, it depends uh, who you are, I guess. Uh, for for a bus driver uh, uh, working working primarily in the suburbs, I mean, it's there. You run into it. Uh, uh, but for those people, uh, uh, the drivers working the inner city routes and, and along the LRT lines and, and so on, it can be pretty uh, pretty hectic. I can tell you, and particularly for LRT uh, operators and for the the peace officers themselves, uh, very hectic, very traumatic. You have said, yeah, that they are tired and they are traumatized. Um, tell me about that. Uh, why are they tired? Why are they traumatized? Well, you know, it, it would be hard not to be traumatized uh, when you're uh, uh, daily not just witnessing uh, the, the ongoing drug use and drug overdoses and administration of, of uh, drug overdose antidotes, uh, but actually participating to, to try and help these people, to try and get them out of the system and, in, and into a place where, where they can be cared for and where they can, they can be comfortable. Uh, day in and day out, all day long, that's their shift. That's what it takes for them. And so that, that's leading to uh, fatigue, it's leading to burnout, uh, it's leading, well, as they say, this, this trauma is there, and that's leading to a higher absenteeism. And so when you get the higher absenteeism, you get more overtime being mm -hmm. asked. And, and, and this sort of uh, self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, and you know what, Steve, I, I suspect that, um, you know, a lot of these folks, when they said, hey, you know what, I want to be a bus driver, I want to run the LRT, didn't think that they would have to be dealing with or seeing um, these issues on a daily basis and probably aren't prepared for it. Generally speaking, that is very much the case, uh, Jalen. Uh, uh, people come to the job thinking about uh, driving a bus or, or um, you know, uh, keeping order on the system, and they're not thinking about that ongoing trauma mm -hmm. that, that comes. And, and you know, uh, and, and you um, were going through sort of the list of some of those photos that were sent yeah. in, uh, from last week. And, uh, you know, there, there's a guy that's passed out uh, in the middle of the aisle of a bus. There's a guy who's crawled up on top of a pop machine, and that's his sleeping place for the, well, for the duration of whatever period he was there uh, it, it's it's an awful lifestyle for for those people and we feel so sorry for them but they're uh, attracting a criminal element into the system that preys on them that sells some drugs there they end up uh, being theft involved and um, that criminal element is is what's driving the fear in people and as long as as we have that there as long as we're not acting on it and making the system safe and also making it feel safe 
then we're not going to recover our ridership. Okay, so so, so here's the thing. The city said, uh, you know, that it that it's confident that the enhanced transit, transit safety plan approved by council earlier this year will only improve Edmontonians' experience while using ETS, the LRT system, that sort of thing. But again, if, you know, if, if numbers are ticking back up again, we're seeing things happen again, although I don't really believe they ever truly stopped. What is the union saying needs to be done? What does the union want to see the city do here? Most importantly and critically right now, Jalen, is, is we need to get more TPOs on the system. Now, that should have been happening six months ago, but it's budget time now, and now is when the, the, the budget line is there. And so we need council to take a good look at that. I know that these people care. Uh, they, they, it matters to them that people are suffering on the system, and it matters that that, that suffering is, is holding back the recovery of our lost ridership. Um, but we have to take some action. We can't just care and, and expect that that's enough. We need to take some actions here. More TPOs will help. And the COT teams, these community outreach teams, are, are absolutely one of the best things that we could have been doing. So that's a, a police officer and a TPO and a social worker as, mm-hmm. as a team out there to, to try and help people, to try and get them where they need to be, where they can get the help they need. Uh, we need more of those. It's being held up, held up because we can't get enough social workers into the system. The police are ready to go. Uh, the TPOs are ready to go. There are a couple of teams up there and, and running out there. We need more social workers in the mix there. Okay, you know, the, the TPOs, the, the transit peace officers, there there seems to have been, you know, there were some in place, and then I thought others were added um, a while back. There seems to be a lot of confusion about about those group of workers and, and, and how many there should be, where they're doing. Like, what's going on there? So earlier this year, um, the city added, I believe, nine or ten uh, new TPOs, new uh, TPO full-time equivalents into the mix. Um, they found the budget somewhere in a pocket that hadn't been used or whatever, used that to, to enhance the TPO uh, core. Uh, there were 80. There are now about 90. Uh, we're saying they need 130 okay. or 140. Okay, uh, compared to uh, the uh, uh, peace officer corps in Calgary, theirs are at 120 or 130. Wow. Ours are falling way behind. Mm-hmm. And and as great a job as our people do, they're so tired and so overworked and so traumatized by this work that they do uh, that it, it's just it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like I say, it's just a, a vicious circle where they uh, they come into and back off of uh, sick time or whatever it is, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, WCB uh, that that is working for them. So more community outreach teams, uh, more uh, TPOs, uh, the peace officers on on the transit system. Are you having any conversations with the city? Are you having any fruitful conversations? Or is anyone listening to your concerns? Um, I guess I'm going to say yes to that. Uh, you know, uh, uh, as I say, we're, uh, there, there's nobody in this the whole mix of things that, that doesn't care about what's going on there. Um, when when we talk to the city's administration uh, and the senior levels, uh, what we're hearing is, yes, we're acting on it. We're going to be creating some warming centers. Mm-hmm. We're going to be doing this, uh, uh, whatever, having buses out there to move them from the LRT over to the warming centers and so on. Um, it's not a great deal different from what we were doing last year. It is somewhat different because, I mean, they're 
you're not expected to house them in these warming centers. It's just a, a place to, to rub your hands and, and get warmed up and, and maybe a cup of coffee and, and then back on the road. Uh, so, um, you know, there are things, there are initiatives that are going on. They all take budget. Um, uh, yeah. They all take uh, people to, to, want to care and want to get going on it, want to act on it. Uh, a lot of that is going on, but it's it's not enough. We, we really do need those um, peace officers there to um, keep good, proper order. Yeah, and it's, um, yeah, I mean, and this is something that's been going on, uh, you know, for for quite some time, unfortunately, and I think it's more than just the city as well. When we look at, you know, uh, shelter spaces and um, uh, affordable housing, transitional housing, that pulls into the, the province as well. There's a lot of layers to this, Steve, without a doubt. want to thank you for sharing with us what's, uh, what's going on, what your thoughts are, what the union's thoughts are on, on what can help, and um, I'm, I'm hoping... I'm hopeful that we'll see some change here sooner rather than later. We keep at it. We'll get there. All Thank right, Steve. Thanks for this. Take care.